Jovial Jams to get you up and running. Turn this up. Check it out. Check it out. It's Breakfast with Friends. Hey, yo, turn it up. 13 minutes past 8 o'clock and very, very soon we're going to be chatting to Cynthia Snyders. She's going to be sharing her personal testimony. So looking forward to hearing that from her. And uh, so don't go anywhere. She's going to be joining us via the telephone. Good morning, Cynthia. Are you well? Good morning. Good morning. I'm well, thank you. That's good. That's good. So this past week, we as CCFM have been busy phoning some of those people who have financially supported the ministry of CCFM and just wanting to say thank you to them. And I had the privilege of phoning and speaking to Cynthia Snyders. And I must admit, Cynthia, just hearing a little bit of your story immediately pricked my interest. And that was why I've asked Cynthia to share her personal testimony here (laughs) over the radio. So, Cynthia, let's start with your life. Um, You were born back in 56, is that right? Yes, 1956. And in the year, when I was a year and a half, 1957, I had a polio germ, which left me disabled. Sure. In the right leg. Yeah, Sure, that's mm. so much. So you grew up since a year and a half with this mm. disability in your oh, right yeah. leg. Mm. And mm. and how did mm. that shape who you are today? Oh, well, it must have it done. Very, it shaped me very well. I grew up with eight others, so I'm one of nine, and they didn't treat me any different. It's just sometimes they had to help me put on my shoes because I wear a calipers. When I was small, I wore two calipers, but later in life, it only became one. So currently, I am still wearing one calipers, an upright calipers. Sure. And, yeah. And being... And then I got married. Yeah, sorry, carry on. Carry on, Cynthia. And and, and And I grew up with them, and I went to school, and then there wasn't a high school near to our house. And then mom said, because dad died already. And then mom said, but I can't send you to school. You can't walk so far. Then I had to stay home. Then I had to stay home and look, up, look after the little one. But then later on, mommy decides she's going to work. And then I must still stay home. But then when the other children went to school, I often cried. Because I felt sad. Why must they go to school and I must stay home? Any rate, I grew up with it, and then I got married. I had two lovely children, which is grown now already, and then I also got divorced. If I can tell you, 1992, I went on the evangelistic camp by the church, and I gave my heart to the Lord, and it helped me through my pain. 1993, I developed breast cancer. Can I go on? Yeah, please go on. Breast, breast cancer had, and then I went through all the the chemotherapy and the radiotherapy, and I took up for checkups for a long time. I went up for checkups, and then they discharged me, and I'm still discharged today. But remember, I was wearing specs all the time, eh? And then the eyes got weaker and weaker, and then when I was 52, 253, I had two eye operations. And then my eyes got still weaker and weaker. 
Mamosa died already because she helped me with the children, my children. And that's where I became despondent because now everything is grey. What's happening now? And then I went to make new specs and then they said, but you can't make specs for me because my eyes do not follow one another. So thus I am now semi-blind. I don't wear specs anymore. I still walk with my calipers and my crutch. I need to go when I need to go somewhere. I need to go with somebody. Somebody has to go with me because I need to, I need help. Cynthia, As I go along in life. Yeah. Sure. Thank you so much for yes, sharing yes, yes. part of your story. Mm-hmm. That's just incredible stuff to hear what God has done in your life. I mean, you live to tell the testimony of what you've experienced. What is some of the the, sort of the life lessons or some of the things that God has, has spoken to you that carries you through? I mean, it must not be easy to have to depend on people all the time. Mm -hmm. My my mom was a praying mom, right? And we grew up in the church. She took us along wherever she used to go. Meetings or cleaning of the church, we used to go along. And I love singing. I belong to a choir in my younger day, but I still love singing. And that is how I always depend, you know, can pray to God in a singing voice because when the, the words don't come out correctly, I can pray to a field. So that is how I, be, and I always leaned upon my, my, my priests at church was asking them for help and for praise. And of course, my family and friends also do that for me. That's incredible. I mean, some other people in who may, may, may have similar situations like you, maybe they have others, but they also need a really good support system. What is that, that kind of like support system mean for you going through what you're going through just from someone on the receiving end of it? Family, my family, my sisters and my brothers, I can always depend on them. And now that my children have grown up, I can also depend on them. I can ask them to take me here, take me there. They'll do it. Sure. That's beautiful, Cynthia. That really is so amazing. And then for people that are listening to this, I want to ask this question, and it's a tough one possibly, but how have you kept hope alive inside of you? What has helped you to keep hope alive? Oh, my word. When I could read still, I used to read a lot. I used to read my Bible, Christian books, and those, you know, faithful daily living books I always used to read until I couldn't read anymore. So that was now right six, seven years ago that my daughter bought me a big phone, as big as the A4 page, and that is my WhatsApp phone, and now I can communicate. I've got my Bible on there. Now I can listen to it instead of reading to it. And that helps you, hey? That helps me a lot. That helps a lot. During the night when I can't sleep anymore, because currently I'm now 66 already. So the eyes are really, really going. But I can still cook and clean for my family. 
I'm a stay-at-home mom and I cook. Wow. But, I mean, you do that even though you've got a challenge with your right leg and a challenge with your eyesight. You cook and you clean. Wow. And and then I also do charity work. I work in a soup kitchen on a Tuesday. We feed people in the settlements. Yeah. That is amazing. Cynthia, I'm challenged, you know, because if you, with somebody who grew up with polio, you're partially blind and you're doing this, what's my excuse? I have no excuse. So that is such a good challenge to us. Cynthia, the last thing I want to ask you to do before we ask you to pray is just to speak to those uh, who are fit and healthy like myself and maybe aren't so sensitive to people who've got disabilities or are partially blind. What advice and what what message would you give us? I, for myself, I would always say, don't say shame. Don't say shame for anybody who's disabled or ever. We don't like it. I don't like it. Embrace me and talk to me and tell me, oh, you look good today. You know, things like that. But don't feel shame for us because we grew up also as human beings. Yeah. And as women now, in it's Women's Month, just embrace us. Mm. All women, if men, I've got a lot of friends who are also disabled, and I hug them when I see them. Okay, when COVID was here, you couldn't. But now... I can do it if I see them. Is that all right? Mm. Sure. Incredible. Miss Cynthia, thank you so much for sharing. I mean, even just sharing real hope for all of us who listen to your testimony and, and we're encouraged by just God's faithfulness. No matter what your story is, no matter where you come from, mm. um, you know, you can live a full life because yeah. because that's what God has promised us all. Sure. Thank you so much, Miss Cynthia. Do you mind please praying for us? Because we, we need prayer to keep hope alive. Um, just, a, just a quick prayer if you're able to. Thank you. Dear Lord, today I want to say thank you. Thank you for Megan and for Jonathan that has listened to my story. Thank you for the bee, the breakfast friends and family that is listening in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Sure. Thank you so much, Miss Cynthia. We appreciate you yeah. so much. And may God bless you and your family. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jonathan and Megan. Nice to hear Megan's voice. <laughs> yes. Yes, Miss. Oh, thank you. God Thanks bless. Hey. Bye. 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 Get out of bed. Breakfast can only taste this good when you have it with friends